what's going on champs? Welcome to Flannels and Finances, the home of financial literacy and a good old time. I'm Vincent Sanchez and with me as always is Oscar Messenger. Oscar, I'm incredibly excited about this episode specifically. I'm always excited about these episodes, man, but this one in particular because hopefully everybody can tell that the uh, the mic has been updated. So now you can hear my sil- <laughs> silvery voice coming through a lot better, hopefully. Um, no, but all, all kidding aside, I, after listening to the last couple ones, I was like, man, we definitely need to upgrade my mic. So it's always about improvement with this podcast. So like, if you guys hear anything or like want some kind of changes, please just let us know. We're always just trying to make the experience that much better for y'all. Um, so at, one, one disclaimer for this episode, though, is this is not financial advice that we're giving here. This is just um, some information that a lot of people are not aware of. Because in, in the first episode, if y'all remember, or if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. We, we talked about the emergency fund and how important that is. So you don't rack up your, your credit cards, right? Um, and you actually have, if your water heater goes out, it, you're actually going to be taken care of. You know, what, whatever the case may be that you need it for. But if you want more details, go listen to that one. Um, but in this one, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the financial side of, of a couple of things. Um, but before we go into that, man, I wanted to talk about last week's podcast. I had so much fun on that podcast, dude. Matt, Matt Blowen, you were awesome, man. It was yeah. a pleasure to have you on here. Matt, definitely. Uh, I'm sure he lit a fire under a lot of people's asses. Um, I, I truly think that he was an amazing first guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think we could have topped it off better than that, to be honest, because he's just his words were just amazing. He got me fired up like the whole time, man. Like I was, I was ready to jump out of the seat. Like so, the plus side for this one too on Spotify for everybody that listens to it on Spotify, the video of us actually being on will actually be on there too. Like you should have seen me in the last episode. I was like jumping up and down in my seat, like, getting ready to talk, wanting to talk, and it was. He said some stuff that y- y'all need to re go listen to because or go re-listen to I guess I can't speak today. Um, but go re-listen to because it's a lot of powerful things that's going to really change your mindset. So um, definitely go take a listen to that one as well um, if you haven't done so already. Or just do it again. Help out the podcast a little bit. We appreciate y'all. Um, we, have, we have been getting a, a lot of great feedback, man. A lot of great feedback. And it's it, we, we've been talking about th- doing this for a while, and then we, we got on and recorded the first one, and I've been loving it ever since, man. It's been great. I've absolutely loved this experience so far. Um, I've had a lot of people actually reach out to me personally and have told me that our episodes have actually made a big impact on the on just the way that they think, especially last episode. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I remember you telling me about, uh, it was a family member, right, that like was like man I used to be like that and then I had to go back to think and go back to that mindset and keep on keep on pushing that forward and it's not an easy mindset to upkeep for a lot of people um it's really easy to to kind of go backwards on it I've done it a few times and I look myself in the eyes in the mirror and I'm like what's wrong with you man like pull your head out your ass let's go let's get that motivation going right um but yeah man it's I I think I think the more people that listen to that it's going to be even better so so yeah. So, getting into the contents of today. So, like I said, week one we talked about the emergency fund, and that's that one. And then your monthly spending budget should really be the only ones in like a checking or savings account. Let, let's be honest, because back in the day, the savings accounts actually did pretty well. Two reasons: one, like 
the inflation wasn't crazy bad. Um, unless you're in like the 80s or early 80s and, and 90s, that, then it was pretty terrible. But you also had different ways that you could put your money away um, back then. But now it's like if, you, if you're keeping all your money in a checking or savings account, you might as well just keep your money underneath your mattress, if I'm going to be honest. Because the, the rate of inflation right now and the way it looks like it's going to go, man, like you are going to lose all of your buying power. All of it. So you obviously have to have some kind of checking account in order to make sure your bills are paid, right? That's a budgeting thing. We can get into an episode about that down the road if you guys want to do that. Uh, we have a buddy that's incredibly great with budgeting, and we would love to get him on this podcast as well. Um, but at the same time, it's like just have that in your emergency fund, and everything else should be like growing for you, right? There's a reason why like people that may lose everything in a deal but still have money on the side because there are accounts out there that we're going to get into in the future that you wish you knew about when, when you were younger. Or maybe you are young and you're about to go get into it, right? But the thing is, is that I see a lot of people, man, trying to get into CDs. CD accounts, certificate of deposits. It's, it's definitely not good nowadays, like you were saying. I mean, it's definitely, it, it was a lot more beneficial back in the day when it was a higher interest rate that you were gaining. Mm-hmm. However, nowadays you're actually losing money if you lock your funds into a CD. So I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an old school way of thinking, man. Like back in the early 80s, what it did was, so inflation rates were like like 17%, like 15 to 17%. But the CDs would grow like 18%. So you, your, your account would still grow that 18% every, every like three, six, nine, 12 months, right? Um, but the problem is, is that inflation was so high that it tried to outpace it a little bit, right? So for an example, basic math real quick, if inflation's 15% and you have a CD account that's 17%, your money will still grow 17%, but your buying power only increased by 2%. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Write it down if you need to. I'm not, I don't math good or read, read well. So like, just make sure that, that you, uh, write it down. But in all reality, nowadays, um, the average that I've, I've found for most places is like 0.36 for a CD account for five years, 0.36. Some of them are higher. Like, so before anybody gets mad at me and says, no, they're higher than that. That's the average for the, the most, most institutions, right? So the problem with that is that let's just, let's just round it to easy math of 1%. Some of these places, some of these places that you're going to put those CDs into the banks that you put those into minimum of five years for that 1% or 1.5, but for easy math, again, 1%. And a lot of them have like a minimum deposit. So let's do some more quick, quick math. 10% or sorry, $10,000 at 1%. That would be a hundred dollars for that year. So you're telling me that you're willing to put $10,000 away for five years to gain $500 Oh yeah, and by the way, inflation was 7% last year. So that's a lot of buying power just gone. It's nuts. Like, I don't understand why people are so infatuated with these right now. Like, abs- like probably getting advice from people that that grew up in, like, the 80s and or, like, were actually growing money that way, that's fine. And I'm not saying that CDs are gone for good because they can always come back. But you guys have to understand that it's directly uh, influenced by the federal federal interest rates. And right now they're basically nothing. So if 
if that's the case, then why are we putting our money into places like that when there's a lot other better places than that? Um, some other savings accounts are pretty terrible too. Um, so that's why I'm saying, man, it's like we have to we like, we have to put our money into something else besides those two besides those two things that we talked about the emergency fund and the monthly spending budget. And I can go on forever about how important this interest rate thing is because in all reality, a lot of people don't understand its power. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I'm definitely glad that you mentioned how, um, how inflation was 7% last year, because that's definitely, unfortunately, we haven't seen 7% in inflation in quite a while. Um, uh, to be honest, I, I, I'm not entirely sure what the statistic is on that, but 7% and CDs are, what number did you say again for CDs? I mean, it, it's just ridiculous that uh, you get points, what, 65% or 0.38% so or something the, like that. The year, the, point three. the average for a five year is three is 0.36. And this is off of bankrate.com. So basically what they do is they go through and they, uh, they do all the shopping and, and see what the best rates are and they'll break it down by year, three months, five years, whatever the case is. And that's the average. There are some better ones, right? But there's also a whole bunch of banks out there that have really crappy ones. So that's why the average is like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And so when you take that percentage and you subtract, well, you take, yeah, you take 0.36%, for example, and you subtract 7% in, uh, inflation, that comes out to, what, 6 6 Four, I believe. I mean, yep. that's negative six point six four percent that you're technically losing on your CD. So, and you also end up getting taxed on um, on that amount that you gain towards the end of the, the, I guess you could say, contract towards the end when you start pulling those funds back out. Yep. And so, it doesn't even benefit you anymore these days to have a CD. So it just there's so many better places to put your funds into, especially during these hard times that we're going through. Uh, last thing you want to do is is Put your funds into an account that you would expect it to grow however it's not due to inflation so um, absolutely that's that's definitely something that we're going to be going over on another episode on on good places to throw your funds into to make sure that you're outpacing inflation and um, just overall growing your funds enough for success for the future i mean yeah it, like because we're super honest on this episode probably a little bit too honest right um, I've, I've put money into a CD before as well because that's like it just seemed like the best option. I didn't know about all these other accounts as well, and it was for my it was for my daughter, my oldest, um, because we we had some extra cash at the time, and then she got like an, a crazy amount of birthday money. I was like, why? Who gets this to an eight year old kid? Like, first of all, uh, but anyway, so I put it into a CD because it's like, well, she's got everything she needs right now. I do know she wanted to go play. So, so everybody wants to know on here, she wants to be a marine biologist. And uh, there's this really cool place up uh, right on the border of Canada where you can actually go uh, watch whales. It's called Whale Camp. It's really cool, man. Like, I'm kind of jealous that she got to go and I got fucking stuck in West Virginia. Um, but at the same time, it's like she got to go experience that. She got to go actually, like, watch the whales from the boat. She got to, like, play around with some puffin birds and things like that. Like it was, it was a blast. Um, but I put it in there for, cause I knew that was coming up and it was, I think it was like, I think I had like two or three grand in there. And over that year, I literally gained an extra $30. 
like this is one year thirty dollars. Yeah, man. Talk about those those returns, right? It's fucking crap. But uh, <laughs> I could have put it into like into like an FIA. I made more or in crypto, to be honest. Uh, this Absolutely. was like two, this was, and I don't want to. This is 2018. I ain't doing that. I don't want to talk about crypto. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about crypto in 2018. That's definitely not the best year for that. Yeah, it was a depressing time. Yeah. It was a depressing Yeah, no, crypto's crypto is a whole other conversation, <laughs> absolutely, because that's uh, a whole other risk level. Go, go so, down a rabbit hole with at, that one. At least CDs are somewhat safe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that is the yeah, plus side. Um, you're, you're at a fixed rate, right? And that that's the cool part about it. But it would be a lot cooler if you got a lot more from it. Um, but yeah, I got like 30 bucks, man. And guess what? On top of that, that 30 bucks got taxed. Of course it did. Like, cause why not? Right. <laughs> you you got to add salt to the wood by taxing the year's income, right? You got to add salt to the wood. Exactly. Like for that crap, like get the fuck out of here. So. Hey, I know you did not pace inflation and you probably lost your money in this fund, but here we, we still need our cut. We need our two dollars and seventy five cents. Yeah, it took me a year to make thirty dollars. That's how it is, man. A year to make thirty dollars and then they took three dollars. So it's nice. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> That's make, how it is. Can't make this shit up. But you know what? You live and learn. Yeah. You live and learn. You you end up you ended up learning the hard way. Okay, well C D was probably not the best way to, to grow that that funds mm-hmm. you know i mean there's definitely a lot better options out there i mean again that's another day another episode <laughs> that's going to be a fantastic conversation to have because we definitely have a big passion about that yeah um but yeah cds man i i they might be great in the future again at some point maybe when inflation is a little bit lower if it ever does drop back under maybe two percent but um i as of right now, I, I truly don't see it being a benefit for your portfolio. Um, I would just not again, not financial advice, but <laughs> fucking drop the CDs. There is no reason to have a CD in your in your portfolio. Um, you're only going to lose money. You're not going to save money from it. Yep. That's about all I got for CDs, me personally. Yeah, but so it's it's one of those things. It's like everything in, in any kind of market. And for those of you guys that also uh, listen to Gary V, he talks about this a lot. Um, everything goes through a cycle, right? So like trading cards go through a cycle, shoes go through a cycle, the stock market goes through a cycle, Bitcoin's going through a cycle right now, the housing market's about to go through a cycle. CDs will go through a cycle as well because there's only so long that the federal government can keep the interest rates down to the point where like we've literally had we they put it all the way down because of um, uh, because of COVID and all that fun stuff. So they wanted to make sure all those were everybody was taken care of, quote unquote, with that stuff. When in all reality, long term, they're going to have to go back up again because we're thirty trillion dollars in debt, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. So I really don't see inflation going down anytime soon, but the whole point of the CDs was to outpace the, the inflation because they came about like right after like two recessions. So during the time frame, they saved a lot of people's asses, but in all reality, it's it's old news. Now, I do believe they'll probably come back at some point. Who knows? Um, don't know when. Could be two years from now. Could be 30 years from now. But the, the biggest takeaway from this is understanding like how the interest piece works 
like it's not just a bash on CDs, but like when you when you look at the importance of like that 0.36% when inflation is 7%, that's a pretty big gap that you're losing all that buying power. Right. So when you look at the, the what inflation looks like when like three years ago, you could buy a bag of chips for a dollar. Now they're two dollars and fifty nine cents or eggs for twelve dollars, which I've seen in some of the stores. Like, I, I don't know if that's inflation or just people using fear to get a whole shit ton of money, but um, maybe a mix. But still, I would say it's both. Yeah, maybe a mix. But like that, that's a super yeah, cost of living is, is understanding that 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 uh that buying power aspect and beating inflation. And that's partly why like we do what we do is to really educate everybody on that kind of stuff because if, if you don't know, you don't know. There is, nobody chooses to like lose buying power or not have enough money or any of that stuff. They make some bad choices, right? We all have. <laughs> guilty. I, you can see me wave right now, like guilty. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like if there's things out here, just listen and 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 if there's something that you want to know about like message us we can also point you in the right direction too so we we've, we've got quite a few people that know how to help people out um we're not going to call them out on here but hit us up and we will point you in that right direction um the other side of that too was Absolutely. like i wasn't planning on doing it but it's also important and that is uh the rule of 72 as well because that is an incredibly important one um so and it goes it goes along with inflation, but we got a, we got a few minutes, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on it a little bit, right? So, rule of seventy two was made famous by Albert Einstein. All it does is just show the power of compounding interest. That's it, right? So you take the number seventy two, and you divide it by the interest rate, right? So like we we're talking about with these CDs, let's say you let's say you have two thousand dollars in an account. And it's growing at one percent. You put you put nothing else in there, right? Because with a CD, you put the amount of money in there and it just gets stuck anyway. And you and you divide, you take seventy two and divide it by the interest rate, which is one. It's going to take seventy two years for that money to double. I need that. I need that uh, little vine thing from back in the day. Like, ain't nobody got time for that, right? So. <laughs> but like, you take seventy two. I'm not even going to live that long, to be honest. No. Like I'm about to be 35. 72 I, years is a long time, yeah, man. I'm about to be 35. Like so that that's what that shows. But like when you when you look into like accounts that do like eight to 12 percent that are safe and also fixed, by the way, like fixed indexed, so that way you don't have to worry about like it going up and down too much, or you don't have to worry about like a variable account. Like you're still you can still make anywhere from six to 12 percent in those accounts, which obviously on that lower side is different. So let's take a 12 percent account, right, on the higher side take 72 you divide it by 12 and now it's going to double every six years right that's a lot better when you start doubling your money every six years as opposed to every 72 years we're not bicentennial man over here like that's not how how life works but <laughs> you you have to like be have that education in order to know this kind of stuff and on the other side of that which is something that i tell people all the time that, that i help out with this stuff is that we need to understand that it works on the negative side as well i have a lot of younger marines that like to go out and buy that shitty mustang sorry if you own a mustang and you like it but that shitty mustang <laughs> for 24 percent interest because he wasn't taught any better right 84 months yeah <laughs> 
It's like that's for, a long for 1999 Mustang. Yeah, that's a long time, right? Uh, just for everybody listening, um, the interest rate isn't how interested you are in the car. Just so you guys know. Um, just disclaimer there for you. Uh, but you just take 72 divided by 24, <laughs> and now now that debt on that car is going to double every three years. So it works against you as well. It's not just like how your money grows. It's how that debt doubles. So super important couple of things. And it's not fun. That, yeah. So that is the Absolutely. rule of 72. De- that definitely helps. is not fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I'm... I'm absolutely love that you threw in the rule of 72 um that's definitely something that we've we've had a good amount of experience with going over Mm -hmm. and it is definitely very important to understand how compounding interest works whether it's with you for you or against you so you can either be making an insane amount of interest on some of these you know retirement accounts or any kind of funds that you might have in a certain kind of account um, whether it's in the market out of the market whatever it may be that's fantastic. That's, that's a great side of it. However, when you're looking at the negative side, like debt, you were just talking about with the vehicles. The vehicles is definitely one of those big factors, uh, along with credit cards. Credit cards always, you're, you're not going to see anything probably less than, I don't know, maybe 20% interest, 15% interest on credit cards. It's looking more like 24, 25%. And, um, you know, people are racking up their credit cards like it's nothing. And I've been there and done that. I'm guilty with that. So, yep. You just have to be more aware of, uh, it kind of goes back to the first episode where we, we talk about awareness of what you're spending. That doesn't just go for savings accounts and spent in your, your checking account. It also goes for your credit cards. You want to make sure you don't rack up too much debt to where you can't even afford to pay off at least the minimum. And typically the minimum is how much you pay in interest, which is pretty shitty if you look at 30% interest and you might have $5,000 maxed out credit card. You, you're only going to pay what your minimum might be I'll just throw out a random number, $100 a month, and you just pay $100 a month, you're never going to pay off that credit card. So Rule 72 works out that way as well. And um, there's definitely a good way to um, figure out how to pay off that debt, but we'll save that for another episode as well. Um, Interest rates and and really like uh, just how expensive cost of living and and inflation has been really affecting us. Um, I, I wanted to touch a little bit more on how uh, cost of living's been going. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I know there's statistics out there, and I don't really want to speak numbers without having the facts in front of me. But I will say that, especially gas right now, man, it's insane. You know, um, about to go buy a bicycle. It, it, it's just, I'm about to go buy a moped at this point. I'll drive 100 miles a day on a moped. Looking I like, don't care. Looking like dumb and dumber. Like going, I can't afford gas anymore. <laughs> It's terrible, yeah. I mean, thank God I'm in Florida where I don't have to worry about freezing my nuts off outside. But, you know, I'll be sweating my balls off outside, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, it's just insane, man. The cost of living, uh, you know, when I used to spend, like, we'll, we'll just give a good example and personal experience. About two or three years ago, I was making about $10 an hour less, maybe, I would say. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more than that. And I was living the life, man. I felt like I was living a luxurious lifestyle. Rent was cheap. Vehicles were a little bit cheaper for me. Uh, you know, money had a lot more value to it. And now I feel like, holy shit, I'm making so much more than I did back then. And I'm living a lot less than I did before. So 
just specifically groceries and, and gas and just everything, man. Like, thankfully, I, I locked in a mortgage. I didn't have to worry too much about paying these ridiculous uh, rent prices because rents just skyrocketed. I mean, it, it's just the whole, um, you know, the whole real estate market is just nuts. I mean, the entire market in general is ridiculous. So it's just, it's definitely tough uh, to, to live through this if you aren't budgeting, you aren't making sure that you are maximizing your uh, benefits with, with your taxes, or not your taxes, I'm sorry. Well, taxes as well, I guess you can say, but I meant more of like um, just gaining the right amount of interest on your account so that way you are outpacing inflation and, and setting yourself up for success in the future so that way you don't have to worry about uh, your money outliving, I'm sorry, you outliving your money, you want your money to outlive you, obviously. So that I will say that's a good way to lead on to the next episode that we'll be talking about maybe uh, good retirement accounts or a good place to throw those funds into so that way you are going to outpace inflation, you're going to outpace taxation, and you're going to make sure that your funds are in the absolute best spot that it can be, or it might just be a good spot to, to add to your portfolio, you know? Yeah, man. Um, so you talk about like $10 an hour and you're working and I'm going to show my age real quick. Uh, so as long as I can remember, I've always been doing something, right? Whether it's cutting grass or whatever, but I was like 15 when I got my first job, 15 or 16 when I got my first like actual like W2 job. And uh, minimum wage back then was 525. And it's the same thing. I was I was living pretty good, you know what I mean? I was still obviously living with the, with the parents at that point, right? But like, like things weren't that expensive back then. You could still get the gum for twenty five cents. You could still like I could, you could like five five like I'll give you five dollars for to drive me over here. That that was like gold back then because you could actually get like at least a quarter of a tank off of five dollars minimum, depending on what you had. And now it's like yeah, give me five. I'll give you five bucks. Uh, to get, take me over here and I was like nah you better give me like $50 for gas because <laughs> uh, that's about to get me like three five gallons. bucks just to start up the engine yeah so it's like it, it's crazy yeah, how much it's changed and I joined the Marine Corps in 2007 I think don't quote me on this anybody but I'm pretty sure it was like right around two, end of 2007 2008 time frame where they actually finally increased the minimum wage to 725 it was right around that time frame give, it, give or take a year right um and it's been the same minimum wage ever since then. But a gallon of milk is now like three or four dollars. So I need to work half an hour. Half of your time. I need to work half an hour to go buy a gallon of milk. I'm going to go find a random cow and milk that thing. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Like, some things just aren't adding up with all that stuff but like the the moral of today's episode like he was saying is really just understand that where you put your money is important you need you obviously do need a check in and a savings one for bills which is fine your monthly spending you make sure you budget that like i said we'll get we'll get one of our buddies on here to talk about budgeting for you um and the other one is the emergency fund where you like just have it there in case emergencies you get laid off like whatever the case may be like make sure that you are actually set up and then the rest of your, your money should go into something that's going to work for you. Something with a higher interest rate. Something that's going to actually compound over time, not lose buying power over time. So with that being said, I want to, I want to tell you guys, I want to ask you guys the, the daily question, right? Or the weekly question, because we don't do this every day, right? 
Again, all raw and uncut. I make I make mistakes. I'm almost perfect, not quite. Um, but I want you guys to think to yourself, right? Where is the majority of your extra cash right now? And is it working for you? So it's a two-part question. Obviously, don't like tag us in a Facebook post and tell us that stuff or an Instagram post, whatever, and tell us. But like, just think about it in your head. Where is the majority of your extra cash, and is it working for you? And I'll add a third one on there. I mean, if you and guys want to let us know, then why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like I said earlier, if you guys do want that help, we can point you in the right direction. So please reach out to us. We want to make sure you guys are taken care of, you guys are educated, um, and really just want to make sure you guys are you're, you're not just you, but your kids, your grandkids, everybody is going to be taken care of. So we're going to bring this education to everybody. All of our podcasts are literally like re- researched. We do everything that we need to on our side to make sure that you guys are well taken care of. Um, we genuinely care about you guys, and we I definitely appreciate you, everybody that hopped on and listened to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the mic a little bit more this time instead of the last one, last two for me. Um, but definitely, we appreciate y'all for hopping on and listening. Make sure you guys share the shit out of this for us. I know there's somebody that could benefit from hearing from hearing this episode and the last two as well. And then obviously follow us on Instagram at Flannels and Finances, and then we will see you guys next week.